Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Well, the legal back and forth of the controversial immigration policy remain in Mexico continues. A federal court judge in Texas has issued a ruling ordering the Biden administration to reinstate the Trump era immigration policy after the Supreme Court had sent it back to the lower court. Uh, And there's a whole lot of dancing that goes on in between all of that. And so we have, of course, turned to our inside source, Suzanne Moniak, an immigration reporter for Roll Call, a great piece in Roll Call, as always, uh, talking about this whole process. And Suzanne, thanks for joining us and uh, just kind of restate and reframe for us uh, what this policy is, where it began, what the dance has been, and, and ultimately, where does that leave us today? Absolutely. Uh, This policy, as you mentioned, the Remain in Mexico policy, or more formally known as the Migrant Protection Protocols, is one that was implemented under the Trump administration. And during that time, it required about 70,000 migrants who are seeking asylum here in the U.S. to actually be pushed back into Mexico and to wait there for ultimate resolution in their cases. With the immigration court backlog, that effectively meant that thousands of people were waiting in shelters in Mexico Uh, months, if not more than a year, after those court dates and final decisions. And for a lot of those migrants, human rights researchers documented kidnappings and assaults. You know, they were sitting ducks, essentially, for um, gangs and for criminal organizations. And because of that, it was a program that the Biden administration has sought to end. Uh, And that is sort of the basis for this litigation that's been brought by uh, Texas and Missouri, trying to uh, get this program reinstated. Uh, And so as that happens, of course, it went up to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court said, do your homework, show your work, (laughs) sent it back to to Texas. I do think it was interesting and and worth having a conversation about uh, the Supreme Court ruling on that to to push it back to that lower court, uh, that some of the statements coming out of those in terms of the majority and uh, some of the concurring opinions there, I I think were interesting that all kind of led to the same thing, that uh, Congress needs to do its job when it comes to uh, to get immigration law. That's not the court's job. Uh, and this is another scenario where when Congress doesn't do its job and a president of either political party acts through executive order, we always end up in the Supreme Court and we sort of end up with this same movie on repeat. Was there anything else that you noticed in either the Supreme Court uh, words that pushed it back to Texas or things that came out of that Texas ruling? Well, obviously, as you mentioned, the Supreme Court has already taken a look at this case uh, this past summer, and this is back now on remand from the Supreme Court. And I mean, it, they, oral arguments were interesting, and a lot of them kind of focused on the detention capacity that the Department of Homeland Security has. And that's something that is, as you mentioned, decided by Congress when it comes to how much government funding that they want to give the Department of Homeland Security for this. And this is a very controversial issue when it comes to detention capacity. Republicans tend to want to see more of it. Democrats want to see less. But at the end of the day, as the way the immigration laws are written, uh, they are, you know, some would interpret, and that's what the states have argued, that they are commanding uh, the Department of Homeland Security to detain uh, certain categories of migrants who cross the border without other legal status. But the reality is that Congress has not appropriated funds mm. to have those detention beds. And so therein kind of lies this conflict, and a lot of what was touched on during those oral arguments was, you know, interpreting the statute in light of the fact that Congress has not made it possible to detain all of these migrants. Um, But the states are trying to argue that Remain in Mexico must be in place because um, if, you know, the department doesn't have the capacity to detain a migrant, they must then return that migrant to Mexico. And, uh, you know, the Biden administration has contended contended that that's not the case. 
And in fact, if Congress had intended that, they would have provided the funds for detention. So that is, and you know, Congress obviously, as you know, has not weighed out on immigration in a while. Yeah. So that is, you know, yet another example of congressional inaction uh, being very much on display. <laughs> I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Yeah, we've seen a lot of that, uh, and I think we're not done here before the holidays. Uh, And it is so interesting that, uh, again, Congress has the power of the purse, and they they have to allocate those funds uh, for whether it's a detention facility or whatever it might be. Uh, and so that's a, an interesting component to it. And to me, the sad thing in all of this uh, is is those who are being hurt the most. I mean, obviously, there are those who have abused the asylum system as a, as a way to get in and have looked for all the ways to do that through the pandemic and, and different things from different presidents. Uh, but the important thing to remember is that we we have to get back to this idea that you know, in America, we can have rule of law and we can have compassion. And And there are some of these asylum seekers who... Uh, absolutely are in great danger of staying in that country uh, or their families are in great danger if they stay in country. And so uh, uh, asylum seeking is a good thing and a very American thing. Uh, but we have to have a Congress that's willing to say, OK, let's let's prove that these are not uh, polar opposites, that these are compatible principles of rule of law uh, and compassion. Right. Well, as of course, as you know, you may have seen in the news uh, attempts to, you know, come up with some kind of bipartisan immigration compromise that would have included changes to asylum processing uh, just fell apart this past week. Um, so just, you know, yet another example of Congress failing to step up in that area. Mm-hmm. And you're absolutely right. And um, I think, you know, people on both sides of this issue will say that our asylum processing system could use some improvements. But yeah. Congress just hasn't, you know, put something forward that could pass. Yeah. And and sadly, I think it ends up being far more of a political issue. Both sides uh, love to raise money off this as a campaign issue, use it as a wedge issue. Uh, and we've just got to get Congress to, to get past that. Anything you, you're now watching for, given this Texas ruling, uh, what are you watching for next uh, on the horizon? Of course, we also have uh, Title 42 issues going on and counting down. Uh, how does all that dynamic play together and what are you watching in the days ahead? Yes, this is definitely a big month for border policies in court. Uh, on this Remain in Mexico case, I'm certainly at this point watching for a potential follow-up order that might be a little bit more specific. Uh, this Texas federal judge in this case has said that the Biden, ruled against the Biden administration's attempt to end the program. But he hasn't gone quite so far as to specifically order the administration to reinstate it immediately. And that's not something that uh, the U.S. could just do with the snap of a finger, like the Mexican government has to agree to take these migrants back for this program to move forward. So I'll certainly be watching to see if there is an order that is requiring the you know, U.S. government to go into negotiations with the Mexican government. Are we going to see this program revived again, or is the Biden administration going to lodge a fast appeal and try to get this order reversed before having it to come to that? On that issue, that's what I'll be watching. And yes, of course, there is the Title 42 litigation, which is a separate border policy, but also one that it's likely coming to a head in court this week. That policy came up during the pandemic, and it allows border agents to essentially expel migrants from the country. 
without considering their asylum claims on public health grounds. This order has been challenged by the ACLU in court, and currently uh, a lower court judge has ordered that the policy is illegal and be lifted. And that date is set to be December 21st, this coming Wednesday. A group of Republican states have tried to now join that litigation and get that December 21st date scrapped. They want the Title 42 policy kept in place. Uh, and we are waiting on a D.C. Federal Court of Appeals, the D.C. Circuit, uh, to decide that request. Yeah. And that could come any day now. Briefing finished yesterday. Wow. Uh, never ending. <laughs> we, yes. we, we, we need we need to get these right. Uh, Suzanne Moniak, uh, immigration reporter, CQ Roll Call. And uh, thanks for playing Hurt today, Suzanne. Great insight, as always. Uh, and hope you get some good rest over the holidays. And, uh, again, I always appreciate your perspective. Look forward to having you on in the new year. Thanks for having me on as well. Have a good one. All right. Uh, we're going to step aside for bottom of the hour news. Coming up, the tariffs on imported baby formula. We'll return in just a few weeks. How will that impact the formula supply chain? Uh, Catherine Rappel from the Washington Post is going to join us coming up next, saying we may seem same song, different chorus when it comes to baby formulas. Stick around. We'll be right back.